1MDB has sparked embezzlement and money laundering investigations across One of the biggest corruption scandals the world has ever seen. What may be the biggest financial scam in the history. Number of corrupt 1MDB officials treated this public trust as a personal bank account. Follow us as we bring you into the courtroom where the biggest financial scandal in Malaysian history is being heard. By the Malaysian Insight, this is the Najib Razak 1MDB trial, and I'm Patrick Teo. Najib Razak's much-anticipated 1MDB trial finally began today. In the morning, a small crowd formed a semicircle at the lobby of the Kuala Lumpur Courts complex. They were mostly media and mainly foreign press. The 1MDB scandal has often been touted as one of the biggest financial scandals, not just in Malaysia, but the world. It's also the first time in the country's history that a former prime minister is being tried in court, and 1MDB is just one of four trials Najib is facing. In his opening statement, lead prosecutor Gopal Sriram said that Najib abused his position as prime minister the finance minister and chairman of the One Malaysia Development Board to enrich himself. To do so, he employed an elaborate charade. And the act spanned the globe. Countries like the United States, Singapore and Switzerland have launched their own investigations into the scandal. The U.S. Department of Justice has said that 1MDB funds were laundered through layers of bank accounts in the U.S. and other countries. The money was used to finance Hollywood films, buy hotels, a luxury yacht, artworks, jewellery, and other extravagances. Bankers have been charged, banned from re-entering the industry, and jailed. Switzerland froze 1MDB's funds as part of their probe, while Singapore revoked the licenses of two Swiss private banks. And the man in the middle of all this is Najib. In total, Najib faces 25 charges over 1MDB, 4 counts of abuse of power and 21 counts of money laundering involving 2.3 billion ringgit. It took court officials more than half an hour to read out his 25 charges at the Kuala Lumpur Sessions Court on September 20th last year. I'll try to condense them the best I can here. Najib is accused of abusing his position as Prime Minister, the Finance Minister and Chairman of the 1MDB Advisory Board between February 24, 2011 and December 19, 2014. He is alleged to have committed these offences through a series of decisions and approvals in relation to things such as 1MDB's precursor, the Trangano Investment Authority, 1MDB's joint venture with Petro Saudi International and 1MDB's joint venture with Aba Investment, among others. The alleged money laundering occurred between March 22, 2013 and August 30, 2013, and it includes the much publicized 681 million US dollar or 2.6 billion ringgit transaction into Najib's bank account, supposedly a donation from the Saudi Arabians. 
Najib is accused of receiving 2.08 billion ringgit in his Am Islamic Bank account from Tanor Finance Corporation at the Falcon Private Bank in Singapore. Identifying this as the source of the transfer of funds to Najib, prosecutors also dubbed this case the 1MDB Tanor trial. Tanor is owned by Eric Tan Kim Lung, an associate of fugitive businessman Lo Teck Joe or Joe Lo. Gopal, in his opening statement, called Joe Lo Najib's alter ego and mirror image. He said that what the prosecution will establish will show that the businessman and the accused, quote, acted as one at all material times, unquote. Suffice to say, Joe Lowe is a central character we'll be hearing about a lot in the trial. Najib is also accused of transferring illegal funds out of his Am Islamic account, totaling 2.197 billion ringgit. This included 2.034 billion ringgit to Tanor and 162.4 million ringgit to another Am Islamic account owned by him. If found guilty, Najib will face imprisonment of up to 20 years for abuse of power and a maximum fine for each of the 21 money laundering charges. The former Prime Minister is represented by a dozen lawyers led by Shafi Abdullah. The trial will see the prosecution call at least 60 witnesses, including possibly high-profile personalities. In the fourth-floor courtroom, presided over by Judge Colin Lawrence Sakera, the public gallery was filled to the brim with reporters and supporters. Among them was a lawyer appointed by Goldman Sachs to observe the trial. The Global Investment Bank is one of the major entities embroiled in the 1MDB scandal. The bank had arranged three bonds worth 6.5 billion US dollars for 1MDB, netting 593 million US dollars in fees. Najib sat in the accused dock in front of the public gallery. As proceedings began, Shafi informed the judge about the judicial review they filed to recuse Gopal as the lead prosecutor. If the prosecutor's appointment was nullified, they may have to have a retrial or even have the charges against Najib dropped. But Gopal suggested that they soldier on and cross that bridge when they come to it. Gopal is an imposing man with thick eyebrows that frame his face. He read his opening statement loudly and clearly, projecting a commanding presence in the courtroom. It was a half day in court today, but the prosecution managed to call in four witnesses. Questioning was kept short. The first three witnesses worked for the government. They established Najib's portfolio, his salary, and parliamentary allowances. The first was Dr. Farida Ahmad, wearing a traditional dress or baju kurong with a peach headscarf. As the Deputy Chief Secretary of the Cabinet, she confirmed the appointment of Najib as Prime Minister on April 3, 2009, and as the Finance Minister a week later. Najib was appointed PM for a second term in 2013 after the 13th general election. 
The second witness was Natasha Rahima Hayati, a fast-talking accountant in the finance department in the Prime Minister's office. She is the head of the Claims and Retirement Department and is responsible for paying the staff in the PMO. She said that Najib's monthly gross salary from May 2009 until he stepped down as Prime Minister in April 2018 was 58,606 ringgit. This was for his role as the Prime Minister. In May the same year, he received a further 1 million ringgit as special payment as the outgoing Prime Minister in accordance with the law. The money was credited into his Affin bank account ending with 008. After a short break where Najib went to the basement cafeteria for breakfast, the third witness was called in. Farah Nodiana Azahar is the head of the MP's Affairs Division serving in the Malaysian Parliament. Her department oversees how much allowance parliamentarians get. As member and head of parliament, Najib received an allowance of 10,355 ringgit from 2011 to 2014. That number increased to 19,846 ringgit between January 2015 and March 2018. These were also paid to his 008 Affin bank account. In total, Najib was earning a gross income of around 78,000 ringgit every month. The fourth witness was probably the most interesting of the day. She was Norhaina Hirawan, the former CEO of Orb Solutions Syndrome Borhad. Orb was set up to serve as a digital agency for Najib and manage his online presence, so that Najib could engage with the public in a less formal manner. It was set up at a time when the then-ruling coalition Barisan Nasional, or National Front, was facing declining popularity. They were also up against the then-opposition's effective use of social media. As the CEO of Orb, she planned communication strategies which she presented to the Prime Minister and his office. Najib's special officer, Amhari Effendi, worked alongside Norhaina in Orb as her co-director and liaison within the Prime Minister's office. She would later take over his position in the PMO as Digital Press Secretary. For that, she was paid 24,000 ringgit a month. At 1.40pm, proceedings ended as the prosecution had run out of witnesses. Outside the courtroom, Najib's lead counsel Shafi told the press that the prosecution promised a great deal in their opening statement. But as for the defence team, they have always maintained that Najib was misled by Joe Lowe, who is, conveniently, in the wind. This podcast was brought to you by the Malaysian Insight. The team behind the Najib Razak 1MDB podcast are Revati Supramaniam, Yappik Kwan, Yvonne Lim and Ravin Palanisami. Timothy Acharyam provides additional reporting. And I'm Patrick Teo.